0: Eric, in one of the interviews, you said content is not the king, SEO is, right? So yes. I would like to ask you what are the best SEO tools that one can use and also the uh, programs, the affiliate programs, which provide higher percentage of profit. So,
1: Okay, so when I say content is not king, SEO is... I mean that if you have great content, but no one can find it, your content is not really worth anything. But if you have shitty content, but you're great at SEO, you can still make a lot of money. And this also differs if you're really in the long gut game or if you need to make money now. Because if you have infinite time, then sooner or later, your great content will probably get you traffic. but it's going to take time. So when it comes to SEO tools, I think the most important thing is to just be able to study what the competitors are doing and get ideas for where you can get links. So there are, for example, a tool called majestic.com. And what they do is that you can visit any website and you can see all the links that that website has. So let's say you're doing this website about uh, New Year's Eve dresses and you want to find all the other websites that have been linking to a website about dresses. You can put that website into this tool and you will get a list of site uh, blackdresses.com linked to this one. And you can find that link and then you can see, okay, can I see if blackdresses.com can link to mine? So it will help you to find all of these different links and get a lot of ideas yourself. So I think that's there are a lot of different tools like that one but that one will do most of it. So you can use that and you should definitely use Google Analytics which is the kind of most basic tool that everyone has but has all the information and with those two tools alone you will get a long way. I actually haven't used that many other tools for it so that will That will do most of it. And when it comes to affiliation platforms, it's it's hard to say which is the best one because it depends so much about what kind of product you will be working with. So I think the easiest one is Google AdSense. So when you just get paid per click. So I would rather just start with the easiest one, which is Google AdSense, rather than starting with the best one because I can't say which is the best one because it depends on what kind of product you have and what you want to test with. For some products, Amazon is the best one. For some products, Commission Junction, CJ.com is the best one. And for others, for example, in the casino industry there I've been, you're working with every casino in their own program. So then you work with one partner at a time. So I have a thousand different uh, affiliate uh, networks that I've been working with. So I would just start with Google AdSense as the most simple one and then learn from there.
0: Okay, SEO versus social media marketing. So what do you think, according to you, what would be the best platform to you know, um, upgrade your business? And uh, also how much one can invest in terms of money when it comes to advertising?
1: I think that so if we're starting with the question seo versus social media what to kind of do then i think that it's a lot easier to make a little money in social media than it is with seo because social media is quicker and you can kind of sell shout outs and do these kinds of things but it's a lot more sustainable to make a lot of money in seo because there you own your own website You never really, you don't even own your Instagram account. Instagram does that. You can't sell your Instagram account. You you don't really have anything. But you have your website. You have a real asset. You can put it on the stock market if you want. It's real. And so it's a bit more long-term thing, but it's a lot harder and it takes a lot more money. And how much money you can invest all depends on how much money you make. So I think that... You should always invest back in the business to make it grow and invest that into marketing. But you can never invest more money than you have. So if you're starting with $100, then you can't invest any money. If you're starting with $100 million, then you can reinvest a lot. So I think it goes down to every single company. Like, okay, how much, do I, how much risk can I handle? And how much money do I have? And that will need to answer it. And if you reach the point where, with every dollar you spend in marketing, you make $2 in profit, then you can put in hundreds of millions and that's going to be a good idea. But if you need to spend $2 to make $1 back, then it's a bad idea to invest $100 because you're screwed either way. So that's things you need to think about.
0: You're in this field since a long time. So, according to you, what are the mistakes that the youngsters are doing when it comes to SEO and, you know, growing their business and
1: what were your mistakes that you have done? So I think the main mistake that I did goes back to patience that I wanted things to happen so quickly. So I gave up too quickly. So when, when I started our first website, we worked a lot with it for maybe three months and when we made zero, we gave up and we started doing something else and we started doing something else and we started doing something else. And I think that's the main issue with pretty much everyone starting out that we give up too quickly because we want to see the results. And results are hard, it's gonna take a long time. So I think that that's by far the biggest mistake that well that I did and that I think others do for the first time in SEO, but in in everything else as well. And I think that it's another big mistake we do is that we, we paint this very big picture in our head of the goal we want to reach. And then that goal is so, so far away that it just gets paralyzing for us. So if you're thinking that, yeah, I wanna create a podcast with 10 million listeners, it's gonna be bigger than Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan combined. It's like, that becomes very, very scary, and it becomes a reason not to start. Like, okay, I can never do that, that's impossible, and you just paralyze yourself. So I think those two in combination, like, wanting things to happen so, so quickly, and at the same time, painting too big and more or less unreachable goals early on, which makes it just, oh, I'm not even close, I'm not even there yet, I'm never gonna happen, it's never gonna happen so those two are the two first thing that comes to mind
0: so again it comes back to the same thing where we talked about you know degree and the certificate like people uh, expect to get good profit in the first year itself and uh, you know you need to be patient enough like at least yeah. years, and full dedication you know if you want higher returns and profit right
1: yeah and make sure it's fun because if you're having fun you're just gonna keep doing it even if you don't see results but if it's not fun you're just gonna stop yeah
0: what is the long-term scope of affiliate marketing
1: i believe that affiliate marketing is, is probably the best affiliate model out the uh, best business model out there because you can actually make money without having to do all the work someone else so if you take uh, if you take trip advisor for example they have a website when someone else does all of these reviews, they write about all the restaurants everywhere. And then you can book in hotel through their website, but they don't need to have the hotel. Someone else has the hotel. Someone else needs to have the receptionist, clean the hotel, change the sheets, all the things. They just make some money in between. And that goes for everything in affiliate marketing, that it's just, you're taking a cut. You're basically just a sales funnel and it's a very high commission model as well. You can make a lot of money. So I think both short term and long term, this is a great thing that's going to be, be around. And affiliate marketing is more or less just sales. So if you were to go back 30 years in time, you had affiliate marketing companies, quote unquote, but what they were doing was calling people and say, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? And effectively, they were selling someone else's products and they made a commission, which is effectively what you're doing if you have an affiliate marketing website. You're basically just selling someone else's product and you don't need to deal with it. So I'm, I'm positive that affiliate marketing is gonna be around for a very, very long time. And I think it's just gonna be a bigger, bigger part of things. Okay, tell us about Grain.com. Okay, so I left Katina Media, um, Almost three years ago now, give or take three years. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't really know how I wanted to do it. And I was quite lost in my life in general. I had made all of this money, which was amazing. And I had all this freedom. And at the same time, I wasn't very happy. I didn't feel very fulfilled with it. It felt like something was missing, and I didn't really know what it was. And then my, my friend, Emil, uh, another Emil, not the guy I founded the company with, he uh, asked me to go to Africa with him and visit a school. So they were building this school down there and they had run out of money. So I helped donate about $15,000 to build that school. And then we went down to see when it was finished. And I remember walking into this, this schoolyard, and on the right hand side, there are these three uh, buildings, gray concrete buildings, and they got these steel bars for the windows and they look, it looked like prisons. And on the left side, there was this green, yellow and red building that looks like a splash of colors. And that was the new school that they had built. And it just felt so right to just see that in comparison to the other things. But it wasn't that that really shifted things. It was later in that afternoon where I spoke to Toshton, the founder of the school. And he told me that the other teachers could borrow this new school building when they wanted to um, on one condition. And it was that in here, you never beat the kids. And that was a very strong experience for me just here because to me it was so obvious. Of course you never hit kids. But in these prison-like buildings, the kids got beaten up. And I mean, just imagine the feeling of going to school and knowing that you're gonna be beaten up. And then comparing that to going to this splash of colors and knowing that you will be safe and have fun. And that became a very powerful experience for me to hear, like, wow, I want the world to be a splash of colors. I want the world to be a safe and meaningful place. And after that trip, I, I got a new perspective of life and saying like, okay, what do I want to do? How do I want to change this? And I started involving myself in different charity projects, but didn't really find it what I wanted to do. And I asked myself, okay, so what am I really good at? And I came back to business. I started when I was eight years old and with hockey pictures, and that's the only thing I've been doing for all my life. It's so like, that's what I'm going to do. And I want to do that, but for a charity purpose. So, great.com is going to be a very capitalistic business, similar to any other company out there, but with the main difference is that we will donate all the profits that we make. So, we will still have costs, but everything that we have left in the business when we paid our costs will be donating away. And that's how this will be very, very different than my lifetime project.
0: So it's, it's a great initiative, Eric. Congratulations on the stage.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: And you have spent $900,000 on the domain. Great yes. So Tell us about the reason behind the
1: Okay, so my, my goal with this or my dream with this is to do this for a very, very long time the rest of my life. I'm 31 years old and hopefully I'll be over a hundred. So this is a long time. And I want to do just one project. I don't want to start a lot of different ones. I don't want to sell this and start over. So this will be my, my legacy in many ways. And if we look at it from a 50 year perspective, great.com $900,000 split up in 50 years is $18,000 per year. That's still a lot of money, but for a name like that, I don't think it's, it's that expensive. And everyone remembers the name great.com. Everyone has a positive association. If I say great, no one is gonna be sad, if no one's gonna be angry, everyone's like, yay, great! So it's a word that everyone has a positive association to and that everyone can spell Everyone can can know what it means. Even in Sweden, which where English is not the first language, everyone knows what the word great means. And I can imagine that's the same pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted a name that you can combine with everything as well. So you can say great casino, but you can also say great charity, or you could say great hotels, or great insurance. So very few words could be combined like that and still works. And with all of these boxes to tick it's not very many words out there and those words will be very very expensive so i was looking to buy great.com or best.com for example and i couldn't buy best.com and i really wanted great.com so it's that's how it ended up being that name i wanted to build something very very big with a great name and then that's what happened
0: well that's great (laughs) to be
1: honest great indeed
0: Yeah. So, any advice you would want to give the young entrepreneurs and who are just starting out their businesses?
1: So, the first advice I'd like to give is, and a mistake that I did is, don't think too much. Just begin. So, it's very easy to just overthink. Is my idea good enough? Is it not? What am I gonna do? And get stuck there. And things your idea probably isn't good enough the idea that you have right now is probably not going to be the major success this podcast that you've started is probably not going to be bigger than Joe Rogan but if you're starting you will learn so much on the way and you will get places and that's exactly what you're doing you'll get to talk to people on the other side of the world and you're learning so much while doing that instead of just thinking I mean so many people said it out there right now oh I want to start a podcast but I don't know how to do it where should I start and they just think and think and think and you're just doing you're already starting this i mean that's amazing so i think that people should learn learn from that and just begin because everything is needs to start with. so i think that advice is more important than any other advice i can give cuz that's how you start to learn whatever it is that you're thinking about right now start it you're you're probably gonna fail but that's a part of the journey i failed so many times before i succeeded and if you if you think that i can't start because i'm gonna fail then yeah then you can't do anything <laughs> yeah
0: so talking about failure how do you handle failure and pressure
1: when it comes to business So a big part for me has been as i mentioned when i spoke about that party before uh, Understanding that other people don't care makes it a lot easier to deal with failure. Because I think a big part about failure is feeling guilt and shame about failing. And if no one cares, then there is no guilt and shame to feel, kind of. So you can can deal with it. So for me, that's been the shift of thinking, I cannot fail, to instead thinking, well, I can pretty much not succeed if I'm not going to fail. That it's helped to feel like I'm going to fail, but that's okay. And just accepting that and see that as a part of the process. And I'm also doing, at least early on, I did my best not to make failure so scary. So if, you're, if you tell everyone what you're going to do, if you brag about it, I'm going to succeed, blah, 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 blah. Then it's going to be a lot scarier to fail. But if you're starting a small little side project maybe you're buying this new years eve dresses.com and you play around with it yourself and you just see what comes from it if you fail then it's not really a big deal because you haven't put that much risk into it so I think a good advice there is also to to start very small with these things rather than doing it too big
0: yeah so to sum up it we can say that you know instead of expecting huge amount of profit or success or either or thinking that we may end up failing, you just enjoy the process. You know, just trust the process yeah. and start with the things that you love the most because you have started materially with the SEO because you are very passionate about SEO, right? So yes, I'm that, very
1: passionate.
0: Yeah, so something that you love and you enjoy the process and you would end up getting good returns, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's it for today, Eric. Thank you so much for being part of this episode.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Vashali. It was my pleasure.
0: And create.com is a great initiative. So congratulations once again. We need more people like you.
1: Thank you. We need more